Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. You're listening to Sports Central on SEN. Yeah, I did say the target for England in that women's Ashes match was 256. My Crick Info page hadn't updated, so 257 is actually the target. They're none for five in their chase, and they've got 50 overs to get it, England. They need to win this and two ODIs or alternatively three ODIs if they want to reclaim the women's ashes. 0457 736 736. Time to talk a bit of basketball. We might get to some basketball chat, but we might just gibber as well. It's always good to catch up with my friend Joe Healy. Hello, Joe. Hey, Jules. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Look, I'm asking everybody's opinions on, on Ash Barty last night. It was just, it was a moment to savour. It was so special. Does she not just put a smile on your face? She um does. No, I, w- I, was, um, I was in Melbourne during the week, but I was back home in Sydney last night. My mum and I were, uh, were watching it, and both of us were sat on the sofa, not talking to each other, just in case we'd start crying, because <laughs> it was such an amazing moment. And then seeing um, uh, Abon Gulagong Cawley come out and, and Ash's reaction to that, and then oh, it was just it was a special night. And then, obviously, Nick and Tanasi afterwards was yeah. the icing on the cake, wasn't it? It just had a sense of destiny about it. The, the whole evening, not just Ash, but, but Nick and Thanasi as well. And, and the TV ratings gone through the roof. And I mentioned this before, more people tuned into the trophy presentation. So if, that would have ranked second behind really? the AFL grand final for the most watched sporting show. It's just remarkable. Okay. Yeah. So people gathered around. That, I, I, find that, I find that surprising, but... Um, yeah. I don't know. It was a very good presentation. What um, <laughs> what was going through your mind when Collins was up five one in the second? Um, uh, the maybe the competitive cynic in me was like, oh, let's take it to three and Ash yeah. can beat her in the third. Yeah. I, I don't think it was ever in doubt. It was just a, okay, we're making this interesting. Fair enough. Um, but then as soon as Ash sort of started to get that momentum back. Um, that was it. But fair play to Danielle Collins. I thought she was really impressive throughout the tournament and she spoke really, really well afterwards. And um, I think she probably earned herself a few more fans. I'm certainly one of them. Oh, she can give it a whack, can't she? That backhand, that cross ball. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but Ash has got the mind of a champion. Uh, let's turn our attention to the NBL, Joe. Um, 36ers, they're a ninth and Melbourne United top of the table. They're, they're quitting, quitting themselves well at the moment, Adelaide. They lead now 55-51 in the third quarter. Yeah, they're um they're having themselves a game, aren't they? Uh, they're quite familiar with Melbourne. They played them maybe two games ago, I think it was, but they they're coming off a loss against the Tassie Jack Jumpers, which they were probably expected to win. So no doubt they would have been disappointing disappointed coming off of that. And um, they're certainly taking it to United, who themselves. I don't know if you've been watching it that closely, but Dean Vickerman has been up in arms, walking up and down the sideline, not happy with his troops out there because they they are expected to be really. Uh, win this one with ease, I guess. You mentioned there the Jack Jumpers. They've played, what, nine this season. They're playing this afternoon against the bottom place breakers. Uh, what are you made of the, the inaugural season for the Tasmanian outfit? 
Um, they've been really good. Um, they're going to be up and down. They've had to literally build from scratch and um, their imports have been good, but it's it's about, I think, looking ahead to the future and they're having to, to build a culture. Um, Scott Roth's done a really good job and his reaction when they beat Adelaide the other night was pretty, pretty incredible. He was sort of trying to gear up the crowd and he was really fired up. So I think that kind of shows the pressure that, he thinks he, he's under, but um, but really, no, they've been good. They've been a great addition to the league. They, they've caused a few teams problems, like especially from a defensive point of view. Um, uh, in offense, Will Magnate probably, I think people expected him be, for him to be uh, a little a little better and, and perhaps get some more points on the board. But he's building too. It's a new environment for, for everyone involved. Um, but no, I think they've been, for the most part, really, really great for the league. What about the Phoenix? Uh, they had an important win against the Bullets, 88-73. to 73. They now shift to third. They've still got a couple of games in hand, though, and Mitch Creek led the way with the 22 points. He did. He was good. Um, Xavier Mumford had 14-5-2, and five, two, distributing the ball really well, I thought. They actually did that. Brisbane have been very impressive, so that was a good win for the Phoenix. But they didn't have Joe Chi either, who's the, the premier centre in the league, really. So... Um, Phoenix, they're, they're definitely one of the championship favourites. They had a bit of a blip uh, coming off of the, the Christmas break. They were hit with COVID really badly. And someone like a, a Ryan Brokoff, uh, he, he didn't just get the, the spicy throat. He sort of had the, um, the full effects of it, uh, like a couple of players have, but they struggled with, with COVID. So the fact that they're sort of up and running again now is, is great for them. Um, and, and you're speaking of new, new teams in the league, this is what they're third season in, in the league and, and look where they are now. So there's hope for, for a team like the Jack Jumpers as well. Now tip off in about half an hour's time. This is a really important game. We've got the Sydney Kings at home to the Perth Wildcats. They needed that win, didn't they, last Sunday against Brisbane. They sort of come back from the break. They they unexpectedly got done by the by uh, the breakers and then again to Brisbane that last Friday night. Perth though, Joe's a step up in class. It's the first time they met Perth this year, but the Wildcats have won 10 of their last 11 against Sydney. It is a massive step up. This is going to be a huge test for the Kings. Um, if, if I'm a betting man, I'm definitely putting my money on the Wildcats here. But Sydney are at home. Um, the, the Flames have played beforehand. They just went down by three points to the Flyers. So there'll be a good crowd there already. Um, and then there'll be more people coming in for the Kings. But... I mean, the backcourt is where they'll be tested, trying to um, hold somebody like a Bryce Cotton and a, and a Vic Law. So the likes of their import, Jalen Adams, DJ Vasiljevic, Wani Swakala Bullet, those guys are going to have to really step up to try and, and limit the impact of a Cotton and a Law today. Well, Jalen Adams, you mentioned, he's Sydney's highest scorer so far this season, averaging 17 Point eight a game, followed by the big man, uh, Jarrell Martin. I mean, Bryce Cotton, he's, he owns two of the top four individual scores for Perth against Sydney with 39 <laughs> and 36. Uh, Rob Feaster, incidentally, holds a record. 40 points against the Kings in 2003. I've done my research, Joe Healy. Done my research. Love that, Jules. <laughs> you said uh, if I'm a betting man, I mean, betting, betting person. Betting person, sorry. Yeah, betting person. Apologies. Yeah. Perth haven't lost at Kudos Bank since <laughs> November 2019. So there you go. So they're up against it, but uh, they need a win. They desperately need another win to the Sydney Kings. Now, you're going to the Super Bowl, I remember you saying. When are you all? I am. I leave on Wednesday. That's I could so not be more excited. Oh, bet. <laughs> I've already started packing. <laughs> hey, what about what about the um, that ad for the Pepsi halftime show where you got Eminem and then Snoop and... <laughs> And Dre and Kendrick and Mary J. I mean, I just thought, all I could think of when I watched that ad was that would have cost 
an obscene amount of money just to get them all in the one place. Isn't that hilarious? I, you watch the ad and I, it gives me goosebumps. So I was, I was so excited watching it. But then, as you say, we work in the media, the production value watching that thing, yeah. I was kind of going, how on earth did they put this together? Totally. Totally. Isn't it funny, depending on your industry, uh, how you look at certain things? I'll tell you something. It's probably a bit morbid. It's a Sunday afternoon. Uh, um, Malouf, the, the great Australian writer, and he talked about uh, being an artist, right? And he says, you could have your best friend who blows their head off with a shotgun, right? And you walk into the kitchen where it's happened and while you mourn the death of your friend, you can't help but admire the aesthetic of the way the blood is splattered on the wall <laughs> like a Jackson Pollock picture. <laughs> Depending oh, on what industry, you look at things differently. I'm sorry to kind of put that on you on a Sunday. Arvo, Joe, safe travels. Hey, let's get, a, let's get a very early Super Bowl crow prediction from you. You've got KC in Cincinnati tomorrow and then the Rams. And the 49ers, who's in your Super Bowl final? Yeah, uh, uh, they're completely different what uh, my heart wants and what I believe will probably happen. But yeah. uh, the Bengals' playoff run has been so good. If they were to make it, it would be unreal. Uh, and then I'm a Jimmy G fan, so I'd love the 49ers to be there. But uh, I think it's going to be the Chiefs and Rams, let's be honest. Yeah, I think it'll be Chiefs and Rams. Uh, I'd love Cincinnati. That, that'd that be a beautiful story. Um, yeah. And a big rap on Joe Burrow. Uh, and big rap on Joe Healy as well. Thank you, Joe. Love it to catch up again. <laughs> safe, safe travels. Eh? We'll speak soon. Thanks, Joe. Catch you. There she is. Joe Healy, always great with the time. Outstanding basketball expert as well. 0457 736 736. We'll take a break. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit website of stuff.com. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.